Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 109 of Boot to the Face podcast. I am Chris Rucker along with my tag team partner, Marty Vasquez. We are here to bring you all your wrestling talk along with some other bullshit and commentary, I guess is what you would call it. Marty, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good about yourself, man. Stressed. Yeah. Just got all kind of shit going on. Like everything falls apart at once. Like you could be going along in life and then one little thing happened and then before you know it that little thing snowballs into like seventeen other little things. They're all little, but they're all stressful when they build up. So that's a lot of fun. I tell you one thing, Marty, I need your help with. What's up? I can't program my garage door to the new garage door. Open. <laughs> so uh, like I think a handheld, like a handheld opener, or like your car opener. Both. Like I bought two handheld ones this morning. I programmed them, and when I hit the button, the light came on and off, so it was programmed. And then I would hit the button again, and I could see the little light. So it's programmed to the thing, but apparently there's a lock on it, and I don't know how to disable the like vacation lock. On your opener? On the, yeah, the actual opener and the wall mount. Like, something is stopping the fucking handheld. You don't have a passcode? You don't have a passcode for the for their door key lock? No, because the people I bought the house from wasn't the original house owner, so. Those fucking assholes. Yeah, so I guess I'm just going to have to call. Yeah, because it sounds like you're going to my... reset the lock because if there's a manual punch and lock key, key code, it has it on like so it might even be because of the realtors because they can they'd be like a temporary like one that they can use to get in and out of the house yeah because it's i'm guessing it's off the keyless entry right yep so they might just be you might just need to reset that um it's just a fucking headache like it's always something true like, being a homeowner sucks ass like it's great but it fucking sucks also like i had to move I, if you can see behind me people at home can't i have a couch in my room now right well, the couch is too fucking big for the doors to, to go in and out. Pivot. So me and my wife are moving it. So I say, I hope she doesn't hear this either because she's going to blame it on me. I say, you need to lift your end up, right, on the count of three. Or I don't. maybe we didn't count to three. But basically, I'm like, you need to lift your end up. So I thought she was going to do like I would do and reach down and grab it from the bottom to lift it up. Apparently, she leaned over the top of it right when I tried to help her lift her end up and smacked her in the fucking chin. And, like, she thought her jaw was broken. Then she got her hand caught in between the door and the thing. Like, she went to work the next day, and I'm pretty sure people thought I beat her. Like, she's all bruised up and sore and shit like that. And I'm like, just tell them we were moving the couch. Clearly, that's it. That's what they always say. Oh, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah. 
I've moved a couch before too. Yeah. Do you need someone to help move the couch for you? Um, that entire story <clears throat> just makes me reminds me of your favorite TV character, Mr. Ross Geller. Fuck that guy. Pivot. Did you yell pivot at least one time? Come we on. We didn't have to pivot. We were just trying to get the motherfucker through the door. If you don't move your couch, if you're not moving furniture, you never say pivot once. You didn't do it right. Well, clearly we didn't. And then my my entrance to my room is all beat to shit because by the time we got it out the front door, because we had to take it around the house mm-hmm. because we're, our basement entry, the little access area right there, so small, we wouldn't have been able to get that couch through there, right? So we take it out the front door. So that's a hassle. But the front door opening is kind of big. We go around the house, go under the bottom door, the back basement door, and that sucked. So by the time we got to my actual door from my room, we were both just like, fuck this shit. Let's just jam it in there. So my doorway is all said. beat. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should have spit on it. I don't know. So my doorway <laughs> is all beat to shit now. I got to, like, repaint it. I gotta put a couple more nails on it because the frame came out a little like it's just like fuck man like I don't want to work on the weekends weekends are supposed to be my chill time anyway I had another antidote to tell you about but as I was talking I completely forgot about it so how was your week um oh shit I thought the fucking final was tonight all right, never mind. Um, my week was uh not too bad. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, work's been kind of slow, but other than that, I got a bunch of packages in the mail. I finally got my John Cena and Becky Lynch Ultimate uh, Edition figures. Those came in yesterday. Got me a nice boot to the face mug. Came in yesterday. Um, you know what? what color I spent. Did you get? I got gray. I got gray. Is it look good. It looks damn good, actually. I was kind of uh, mad that it. The I was going to use it this morning, sides. but I um, it's game day, so. Who y'all playing today? I can only use one mug today, especially with I use it every day, every game, and four no. We play Tom Brady's washed up old ass in Tampa Bay. Is Devontae Adams back now? Like, is he, he finally is. back? He is. Adams okay. is back. Me, Kenny let Clark me adjust is my back. Starting lineup accordingly. Uh, I've been waiting on this motherfucker. I draft him every year, and every year this asshole gets like a hangnail or a hamstring or fucking he needs a pedicure or something, and he's never really there until the end of the season. But by then, I'm at a fucking playoff race. Doesn't matter. Dude, the last two weeks, I uh, – heartbreak. I think it's come down to the final game, and it's – last week half my team was on by or whatever – um, I almost ended up coming back and winning with with um, Diggs on Tuesday night, but uh, it's like Breeze is fucking me over. He's usually a good, de- you know, decent statistician, but not this season. And Kamara, it's fucking up Kamara's number two because he's not getting every. He's not getting the numbers he should be getting every game. Also, and this week they're both on bye. So what do I have to do? I had to go pick up some backup bullshit ass running backs. So I'm hoping that today. Uh, Rodgers is running wild to the point where uh, Aaron Jones isn't getting all the touches that they're giving to Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams puts up some numbers today. Um, but you had to pick up some players this week and make up for the players I had to get rid of last week. So we'll see what happens. But, oh, man, 
All I care about is that they get that five win today. Uh, but it's been a busy day, busy week watching literally football, all our baseball all week long because we got a hell of a series going on right now between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves. Game seven tonight. My God, it's going to be fantastic. I called it. I told everyone it's good. Don't count the Braves out. And this is going to be a fantastic series. And I have not been disappointed once with this series. Also, fuck the Astros. Fuck the Astros. And congratulations, Tampa Bay Rays. They're the only team in Tampa Bay game to win this weekend. I've been extremely disappointed in this series. The Braves really let me down yesterday. I thought they were it's you the shouldn't have been game let down seven. though. You 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 know see and here's the thing. I, I they're both I love both teams and I know both teams well. Uh when comparing like the pitching staff of both teams, I knew like last night was expected to happen. Um yeah, so I'm not I'm not surprised at all. True. The, what, but here's what but I see. I see you, no matter when what you're down when you're down three three runs, right? <laughs> and you got the bases loaded with no outs. Like, you should at least get one or two runs right there. They got zero out of that. Two guys come up and strike out, and then you get a pop. Like, you never strike out. All you got to do is hit the ball into the outfit. I mean, I say all you got to do. Like, that's so fucking easy. But you're a I professional mean, it's not, baseball it's not player. miles an hour or nothing coming Yeah, out. you're a professional baseball player. You've been doing that shit your whole life. You just got to make contact, like, in the air, and one run's going to score. I don't know, man. They, I, I felt like the Braves left a lot of meat on the bone yesterday. Well, if you look at that, I mean, the Dodgers have done it the entire series also. And that's what the Dodgers are known for. Um, this year was the first year that they have increased their their runs when runners in scoring position and their performance because before they were leaving runs, they were leaving bases loaded nonstop. <clears throat> um, but the one thing I will say about the series is that this series, every game can be come down to one play or one hit um, that's changed everything. Like game game three would not have gone that way if it wouldn't have been for that review. Um, man, but the, the like Jensen, I don't know how he's come through the last two nights and and closed out the game because he hasn't pitched like that in like two seasons. So bullshit. Because last night I thought was a chance to steal that one and they didn't. Um, but it is what it is, and we got game seven today. It's going to be fantastic. I feel like it's three to three, right? Braves and Dodgers. By the time you listen to this, the winner of this series will probably be, unless you listen today, as soon as we release it. By the time you hear this, the winner will be revealed and either the Braves or Dodgers will be in the World Series. But as of this recording, I feel like the Braves have dominated this series, yet it's three to three. You know what I mean? Like, at one point, like, they were walking through this shit, and it was so easy. And they've lost the past two games. They've lost three out of the last four games. But it doesn't feel like that. Like, that that game three probably just erased that from the memory. <laughs> so I don't even remember that one. Because when I turned it on, it was already 8 to nothing in the first. And I was like, this shit's over. And then when it went to 15 to nothing, I was like, yeah, definitely ain't no point in me watching. I don't know. It just feels like the Braves have dominated the series, but yet, here we are, game seven. And just like the Astros and the Rays, I feel like the Dodgers have all the momentum now because the Braves had two chances to send them home and get it over. You never want to get to a game seven when you were up three to one or three zero. When all you had to do was beat the other team one time in multiple games. You never wanted to go to game seven because now that other team 
is playing with house money. Like you should have won already. Now all the pressure's on you. So judging by the performance of the Georgia Bulldogs last night and the Atlanta Falcons, you can expect the Dodgers win this evening. But I will be pulling for my Atlanta Braves. I got a new Braves shirt from work the other day from Terrapin Beer Company that has an IPA named after the Braves. I'll be wearing that tonight. I need I to get one of them shipped out this way. I could do that. The shirt or the beer? Hell, if you get a shirt, I'll take a shirt. But uh, I'm down for the beer. If they, uh, I don't know if that beer comes in cans or not. I know it's, I know it's on draft a lot because I, I sell a lot of it. I will find out for you, and if so, I'll, I'll definitely get you some of that. I will say this, that no matter what the outcome of tonight is, the winner of the NL is going to win the World Series. I don't know, man. The Rays are hot. They are, but I think that the offense for both teams um, will outnumber the Rays. Uh, I don't think the, the Rays pitching staff is better is good enough to shut down either team's offense. True. Um, and I think that the Dodgers, if they get through – their heads out their asses and they'll come out swinging. They have, they know they have to do it this year. They don't do it this year. They ain't going to be contender for years to come. Um, <clears throat> Kershaw's getting old. Uh, Turner, Peterson, Kike, um, Taylor, they're all free agents this year. So the, there's the likelihood that they're not all coming back. Jansen, probably not. They're probably going to find a way to get rid of, get out of that contract. Um that Dodgers team that we watch now will not be the Dodgers team that we watched in the year to come. Um, the Braves are going to be there for a few, for a few years now. They're, they're young. They're coming up. Even Freeman, he, you know, he's been there for a while and he's still, I mean, he's fucking playing MVP quality ball right now. Um, and we'll hopefully we'll hear that cu- announcement in the next couple of days that he got the MVP. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think that the Braves, the Braves get through, they had the momentum of we beat the Dodgers, who were the number one seeded team, the best team in baseball. We um, we got here. We haven't been here in far too long, been decades since we've been there, 21 years. Um, let's make it happen. I think they do it, and I don't think the Rays, the Rays – let's put it this way. When it gets to it, the Rays are the ones that are just happy they got invited to the dance. Uh, back to football. If we're done with the baseball talk, it was an awful week last week for my Dallas Cowboys. They won the game, but they lost the war. Dak Prescott's ankle was pointed towards Houston, and his body was pointed towards Oklahoma. Like that's that's not a good recipe for for walking. Uh, he did get successful surgery out for the year. We got Andy Dalton. Coming in, and Marty, let me tell you, because I know you don't listen to my Cowboys podcast, because why would you? You're a Packers fan. I talked about this on the podcast. If we had last year's defense, I wouldn't feel like – I mean, not to try to say that Andy Dalton's as good as Dak, because he's not. Andy Dalton's is a more than capable quarterback in the NFL. Took the Bengals, the Bengals, to the playoffs multiple times. He's a three-time pro bowler. The guy's only 32 years old, so he's not washed up yet. If we had a halfway capable defense, I'd feel really comfortable about it. I, this is where I think the difference between him and Dak is, is I think Dak can keep us in a shootout game. I don't think Andy Dalton can week in and week out just because he's not elusive. But if the Cowboys defense can just be like middle of the – if they can just be mediocre instead of like all-time horrible, 
I think the Cowboys still win that division. Then you get in the playoffs, and who the fuck knows what happens? Like, it's elimination games. So, yeah. And then here's the one thing I think this is going to have to come down to you guys' offense or your team. <clears throat> is Elliott's going to have to manage this game? He's going to have to be the clock management. Like, he literally is going to have to run sideline to sideline, up and down the field, keep that ball rolling, keep those sticks moving forward, um, kill the clock. The more that the offense kills the clock, the lesser defense has to worry about it. The problem is our offensive line is all the man calling the plays doesn't know how to do that. The man calling the plays. The problem is we're missing our left tackle out for no, no. I get that. Hold on. You want to know how many times that the Packers (laughs) starting the offensive line was not the same offensive line the middle of the season, halfway to the end of the season? So is it McCarthy? It's McCarthy doesn't know how to play. Does he just have bad uh, offensive line juju? Like, I'm going to put it this way. Brian Belaga never played a full season, and I think it's because he just didn't want to be in the offense anymore. He's like, fuck McCarthy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out this bitch. Oh, I'm going to hurt my ankle. You're going to quit uh, hating on my coach. I, I, you know what? Like, like I said, it's play call management. It's play time management. Um, McCarthy does two things. He has no fucking clue to do. Um, well, that's good because he doesn't call the plays. He literally just stands his fat ass on the sideline. Like, I don't know what he does. Like, every time they show him, he's just standing there with his coronavirus mask on. He, like, he I have stands, no clue he, what the what fuck he does. He, does. He, just, he, calls, he ends the game. He's like, oh, wait, we're winning? Okay. Hey, we're going to do this play instead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, it's, we're down by – we can we win the game out right here, and we got 10 yards to go. It's fourth down. Okay, let's just run it. We'll, we'll just run it. So can we win with a field goal? Oh, um, let's just take a knee and we'll kick it off and hopefully our defense will stop them. One thing that that did happen last week is that we did beat the Giants. And I had a fellow podcaster and friend, Barry Frost, who's a New York Giants fan, just crying his ass off all weekend, all week long, even on his podcast. Well, they took 14 points off the board. They threw flags. It was home cooking for the couch. Shut up. They... That shit happened in the first half. The Cowboys gave the Giants the ball with two minutes left in a tie game, and you could not. They went three and out against the worst defense in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. They went three and out, and you're complaining about flags that happened in the first. Guess what? Tell your guys to quit cheating, Barry. You want to touch down the count on a dope-ass fake field goal? I don't know. Maybe get your offensive line to set before you snap the ball. That's a clear fucking rule. You want to touch down on a long-ass pass? I don't know. Maybe not get the guy to do an illegal pick that's 50-50. You can't claim something's 50-50, and then when it gets called the opposite 50 of the 50 that you wanted to be called, you cry about it. It happened in the first half. Your team got the ball with two minutes left to go win the game. They went three and out against the worst defense in the history of America's team, and you're crying about a flag in the first half. Grow up. How did, how did he become a Giants fan? Like, doesn't he live know. in the Midwest? He thinks Eli is the greatest quarterback in the history of the he world. He lives in this, the Midwest. Like, he's got so many better teams he, and better players wanted, to cheer for. He tried but to he's question fucking my You know what happened? You know, I'll tell you what happened. And he likes the Giants. He likes fucking – he likes – oh, Tyree caught a catch. Oh, Eli threw that catch. I'm a Giants fan now. Anyhow, this ain't going to be the first time – the only time we talk about Barry. I, I got something to talk about him when we get to AEW about, you know – something that was said on that podcast earlier that that i'll talk about but right now we're going to take a break anyone shows this week yet so damn all right 
right now we're going to take a break and when we come back we'll get into wrestling talk here on boots of the face episode 109 we got 91 more go before we hit 200 but guess what marty i don't know if you've been looking at the numbers we're about, we're coming up on 200,000 downloads buddy i damn i believe that we'll be right back stay tuned Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 109. I'm Chris Rucker with my host, Marty Vasquez. Marty, this past week on Monday night, we wrapped up the WWE draft. And just off the top of your head, who do you think came out with the better roster? Uh, SmackDown did. They amped that bitch up. Like, I don't know. I've been watching, so I I know you did it, and I just started binge watching The Boys, and I'm like a couple episodes in season two. Uh, I know you just finished it. They fucking pumped some Compound V up in that bitch, like SmackDown Live got pumped the fuck up, and they are ready to become the premier show of WWE. So, I think unofficially, SmackDown is already the premier show. I mean, you go, you look at the ratings, they get almost 3 million as Raw barely gets 2 million, if they get 2 million. NXT gets between six and 800,000. SmackDown gets the numbers. Now SmackDown has all the firepower Heavy hitters. Like, yep. in the world. <laughs> like, and I found myself this week, I'm, I meant to put this out and see if I was the only one on social media, and I never did. But I'll ask you. The wrestling show I enjoy the least every week is Monday Night Raw, right? Monday Night Raw is the only show that I watch live. Tell me how that fuck is it just so like ingrained into a wrestling fan's head that Monday Night Raw is the show you have to watch? Because again, I'm going to repeat it. I enjoy Monday Night Raw the least, but every Monday between 8 and 11, I'm watching that shit live. I record NXT and AEW as I flip back and forth, and then I have to kind of go back and piece it together. Friday Night SmackDown, I watch on Saturday mornings, nine times out of ten, or I watch it late Friday nights after I get done hanging out on Zoom or me and my wife watch a movie or something. The three shows I enjoy more than Raw, I never watch live, and yet every fucking Monday, besides this Monday because the Cowboys play, I watch Monday Night Raw from 8 to 11. Am, Am I just like, a fucking idiot or is that how most people consume their wrestling um <clears throat> i don't know about that i mean i yeah i think it goes down to being ingrained i mean we've been doing it for fucking 30 years you know what i mean um but i think it's also known that like like monday at raw in the past has been the show that the biggest shit happens on I'm not saying it does still, but that's what we're ingrained to believe like monday night raw is a show like when it's wrestlemania the night after raw the raw after mania that's the show to watch you know what i mean <clears throat> so it raw is its flagship show raw is the one that they announce certain things on um i think that's why as far as you know why you watch that one live and the other ones i don't know because i don't watch any of them live unfortunately um one i can't because they don't fucking air them live here in the first place two um just because I, on Wednesday nights I get tied up by the time I get home and do stuff then like those shows I watch them both uh, I usually watch both of those on Saturday night just because they don't really have any hold on like the other two and then SmackDown I'll either watch SmackDown that night or I watch it the next morning um, 
But Raw, I don't know, for me, because I can't watch Raw live, I either watch it when I get home that night from work, and I'll fast forward. Usually when I get home from work, I'm about an hour in, so I, it's easy for me to fast forward through that and get through it. But I don't watch it live for the most part because there is a lot of content on there. I just want to fast forward through and get over it. It's a three-hour show. I don't want to sit here and watch wrestling for three hours. Um, so I, I, fa- I do fast forward. That's why I don't watch that one live. And even the other ones, I, I, I fast forward through other stuff too. I mean, it's a lot of content. I mean, if you just watch those, those four shows alone, you're looking at eight hours, eight to nine hours um, of wrestling right there alone. That's a lot of fucking wrestling, man. And that's not including all the other shit we throw in there. Um, so now that football's back, baseball's still going on. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, as far as like, whether you're, you're dumb for watching it alive, I don't think so. I think I mean there's I think it's a great show to watch. I don't think you may like it the least, but it doesn't mean you don't like it. If that makes yeah. sense. And I guess we just cracked the fucking egg on why all wrestling fans are overweight. I mean, fuck, you watch nine hours of wrestling, and then you that's, add in that's the man. That's just those two brands. That's not counting yeah. New Japan. That's not that's counting not count Ring fucking... of Honor. That's not counting Impact. I mean, there was three nights of New Japan of two and a half hours apiece. There was, you know, Dark. There was, oh, I mean, there's. If you would add it up, like I added it up one time, and I was watching like sixteen hours of wrestling a week. And that's just wrestling, all, Yeah, that's just wrestling. Nine times out of ten, wrestling fans have a college football team. They have a pro football team. If you like baseball, they watch baseball. They got, got basketball. basketball going on. You got golf, TV like, shows you watch. Yeah, and then don't don't get started on fucking Netflix and the boy. Like, as a wrestling fan, you plopped your fat ass down in front of the television. Like, <laughs> Let me put 40 it this way. It's a fucking full-time job being a wrestling I fan. Didn't, I didn't watch consumer. NXT this week because I usually don't watch NXT every unless there's something on there. That I absolutely need to watch. You know what I mean? Um, just because of the amount of content. But I watch all three of the other shows. And then, you know, like I said, I binge watch. Fridays are my binge watch day because I'm home alone. So I'm able just to watch whatever I want. And so I watch the boys. And then I had to catch up on Fear the Walking Dead this week. Um, because I was a season behind. How the hell that I happened? Too. I, I don't too. know. I so I fucking binge watch. I watched like the, the premiere came on last week. And I'm like what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. I missed the whole season. I thought I, I thought I had caught up over the spring. So I had a binge watch the entire season. Just like I watched the premiere and holy shit. If you haven't last, watched it yet, my the last God. episode I saw the guy in the wheelchair and the white lady, they like, they killed the guy that makes the beer or whatever. Oh shit. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that's the last one I met. Like, and so I, when I saw one... the preview for the new season and I saw your girl that's been there since the beginning of it, and thank God she's still there. Thank um, God. I saw her. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? So, yeah, I'm just recording them, and I, 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 don't, I don't know where to fucking start. Oh, dude, don't like, you have Hulu? Yeah. I, they're I they're all on Hulu, man. That's another thing we need to talk about. They're all on Hulu. Like, so just all the subscription packages you have now, I don't know why I still pay for cable. Dude, hold on. So I, I went over this yesterday because my assistant manager was asking me about it. He's like, you pay for all that shit? I'm like, not really. Like, I pay for Netflix and Hulu. My HBO is free. My Disney, my Disney Plus is free. My Apple, my free? Apple TV is free. Um, Disney Plus is free because of Verizon. Apple TV okay. is free because of my Apple phone. Uh, HBO is free because I have HBO with my. They gave me free HBO with my cable, and so I only pay for Hulu, Netflix, and um, 
Amazon, I get Amazon Prime with my subscription, which is a student account. Yeah. And then the only thing I paid with Amazon, I upgraded for the, like the Shutter channel like this week uh, because that's like the all the horror and like slash horror, horror stuff. Like porn? <laughs> I, I didn't even say that. Um, but it's like, it's like five bucks a month and you get all like all the slash of movies and all that stuff. I'm like for a month of October, you got to do that. Um, but yeah, anyways, back. Go, go to Hulu, man. They're all on Hulu. Let's, hey, go anyway. down the, let's go down the list of subscription shit real quick. You tell and I'll tell you what I have. Okay. All right, go ahead. You you Netflix. go ahead. You, I have Netflix. I pay for that. Hulu. Hulu comes with my Disney, Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. So either I, way, okay. Let's so, like twelve bucks a month. Here's the thing: I pay the same amount, and I just get Hulu. So I get the Hulu with no commercials. Uh, I have commercials, commercials in mine. It pissed right. me off the other day. Right, because that's what but that's yeah. what you get with the Disney Plus. But my Hulu comes with Disney Plus and ESPN right. Plus. Right. So I get ESPN Plus because I get I have again I have ESPN. Right. Uh, Netflix is twelve bucks. ESPN, ESPN, and that's Disney twelve bucks. Thirteen, twenty four dollars right now. Okay, um, and then there's Amazon Prime. I have an Amazon Prime yearly subscription, which is like a so, hundred bucks. Yeah, so that's free. Um, and then see, do you have HBO? No, I, I once I finished Game of Thrones, I canceled HBO Go. Do you have any of the premier premium channels apps or any of that? Negative. Do you have any of like the TV channel premium apps? No, I do have. We'll add another fifteen bucks in now, thanks to uh, my boy Dez and my brother told me about Beast TV. Fifteen bucks a month. Fuck, like I get everything. I get all the UFC pay per views. I get all the boxing fights. I get all the nice wrestling pay per views if I want them. I get uh, all the local channels. So like, I don't have NFL Sunday Ticket anymore. So when the Cowboys aren't on uh, national TV, I can just go to the local Dallas Fox and CBS channels on this right. and watch the game live. Nice. I can't record them, but I can still watch them. Yeah, so like I have all those. My, my that's you throw that in there too. My I have NFL Network or I have an NFL ticket, but I have a student yeah, I account. Have I have a student account. So it's a hundred bucks for the season. I have my MLB, which I have a student account. So therefore, it's like six, like eighty bucks a season. I get uh, WWE Network. So WWE Network, ten bucks. New Japan, ten bucks. Uh, Ring of Honor. I pay Ring of Honor annually, so that's for the whole year. Um, which they're coming back and having more stuff out now. I think um, I have Impact Plus. So it's, I'll say I got so fifty five dollars in subscription. I'm paying a month, plus my cable network. You know what my kids don't do? Watch television. They watch YouTube. They watch Netflix. They watch Disney Plus. They never watch television. So I got this TV package thinking that the kids will give a shit about it, and they don't. So I'm glad we're talking about this because tomorrow I'm calling Xfinity, and I'm downgrading <laughs> to the lowest possible fucking denominator. Like, I want the cheapest package that you have. Because guess what? I have Beast TV now. I don't need the sports package and all that shit. I can watch it on Beast TV. So I'm glad we talked about this, Marty. I just saved myself like 40 bucks a month probably over here happy happy cut the cord cut the fucking cord all right we got we kind of got sidetracked right there we're supposed to talk about wrestling let's take a break regroup and when we come back we'll talk about nxt aew smackdown new japan the whole nine here on boot to the face episode 109 stay tuned welcome back episode 109 boot to the face chris rucker marty vasquez 
we were just arguing off air about how long John Smoltz has been commentating with Joe Buck. And me and Marty both just decided, which means it's true. Joe Buck is way better at commentating at baseball than he is football and way more likable. He commentates for the NFL. Fuck him. He commentates for the MLB. Fucking love the guy. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. And he outkicked his coverage in life with his. Oh, character. definitely did that shit. I'm talking like. I mean, most of us do, but Joe Buck was like way above what he was supposed to be. Uh, let's get back to Monday Night Raw, Marty. Lana. Of all fucking people. Remember Lana, who's supposed to be getting buried because her husband left? Wins the battle royal to face Oscar this Monday Lana's night. Lana's number one. I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> Lana is the best. Oh, that's what it Lana's was. Lana's <laughs> number one. Lana is the best. <laughs> um, two things. Hero is gone. Lana we is the up. best. Let's go through two things in this. Lana wins. Do you expect her to win the championship? Fuck the sec- no. <laughs> okay, so we're done with that one. The second part of this, remember how in WWE, everybody was like, Rusev needs to be a main eventer. Rusev should be here. Rusev's getting buried. Rusev, WWE doesn't know how to use him. Well, guess what? Have you been watching AEW? He's the fucking best man with Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian. So is Rusev getting misused in AEW? Yes. Or is Rusev just a fucking mid-card comedy <clears throat> type no, person? Because to me, Rusev should have been put in the spot that Brian Cage was in when he got there. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Rusev should be where Lance Archer is right now. Main event in the one hundred or the one-year episode against the world champion yeah you lost but rusev should be the main event right now and instead they got him getting mad over a fucking video game being torn up during another match it has nothing to do with him preach so i'm just asking i'm asking all you aew apologists out there that rusev was supposed to be this rusev was supposed to be that and now here he is on the other side where you're supposed to get all these opportunities, and he's still a mid-card sketch comedy guy. You tell me. Is he being misused, or is that just what he is? So I agree with you on that. He's not. He, he's that's not where he's supposed to be. He should definitely be up higher than that. Whether they're going <clears> to <throat> they're slow playing him because they're going to bring their own talent up. Um, I think we're about to get you know the story between Omega and hangman and get hangman elevated up. I guess you don't want to have too many people up there at the top. Um, and his time will come after that, but this bullshit, and we've talked about this in the past, like him with CBN just does not make sense whatsoever. Um, I think he was definitely misused and, um, in WWE, hell look at his last two feuds. It, that speaks enough for itself right there. um, I don't think he's a mid-carder. I think he's a much higher quality than that. I mean, we've seen him wrestle and have programs with top-tier A-list talent, and he shows he belongs there. So I, I don't know, man. I think, I think they are holding him back. Why? Like I said, they have other people that are ahead of him to move up, but they wanted him on the roster. 
So we, we kind of ventured into AEW talk right there. Let's finish up with Raw real quick. The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. They fucking ain't they. Give me more. So you like this. I love it. I, I, I think it brings more. I th- You know what? To be honest with you, I love Alexa Bliss. And a lot of people don't care and think her whatever I'm talking about her wrestling whatever I think she's great I the fact that she's someone you want you you want to watch because you never know what's going to happen I mean her she's great on the mic uh her storytelling I think is fantastic um I think it adds a layer to the fiend and I think it actually elevates the fiend by being teamed up with her because I think the fiend was kind of getting bold or you know um boring and overplayed and overused and I think by bringing in Alexa you elevate him to a whole new level and give another pill back that onion layer and show more of him and makes him look better by being with her. <laughs> it's like real life, real <laughs> life adaptation. I mean, he outkicked his coverage with Jojo and now here he is with Alexa bliss on TV. I agree with you with bliss though. You know, when they had her dominating the women's division, she, it was so unbelievable when you have Charlotte, you have Becky, you got Sasha, you got Bailey, you got um, who else is better than Oscar? You know, you got all these women that are Ronda Rousey, all the, Nia Jax, all these women that are so much more believable as champions than Alexa Bliss. And every time you look up, she's got the fucking belt. That made me dislike her. The past couple years, they have slotted her in a position where even if she was to be the women's champion now and get like a four month run, I wouldn't be mad at it. Like I like her a lot more lately. She's decent in the ring. Don't get me wrong. She's, she's above average in the ring. Should I say? And I don't mean to sound like an asshole when I say that, cause I don't, I don't really like people passing stuff like that along that haven't been in the ring. So I don't mean to sound condescending when I say it. she's not the best, but she's definitely not the worst. When it comes to wrestling, she's very believable, but her size, her attitude, stuff like that doesn't lead me to believe that she can beat Charlotte, that she can beat Ronda Rousey, that she can beat Becky Lynch. You know what I mean? So where she slotted now works for her tag team champions with Nikki, Nikki Cross. Now she's doing this thing with the Fiend. I like it. I really do. This is probably the most interested I've been in Alexa Bliss since she's been on the main roster. That was the part where you were supposed to talk, Mari. You just said everything that I said right before that. I agreed with. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you just I'm nodded gonna, to me. Back, and I'm, I'm like, going to sit back and drink my coffee. <laughs> People can't hear you nod, Marty. Also, also they're, they're, NFL Network right now is is previewing the Packers Bucks game right now. So I'm kind of like. So you're distracted yeah. is what you're Fuck saying. Brady. Um, oh, shit. They're going to give him the clean sweep. Oh, Irvin going to give that four. Don't do it. Don't be the lone wolf today. Let's get to AEW. Uh, MJF and Jericho stood in the ring for damn near 20 minutes and talked and didn't say a goddamn thing. Uh, And I know I could be a little biased because I don't like MJF and I don't like this current incarnation of Jericho. But how about you? You know, you represent... Me and you have different tastes with certain stuff, Marty. So how'd you feel about Jericho and MJF? I don't mind Jericho's character. Um, also, Michael Irvin's a fucking idiot. Um, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa! Just saying. Anyways, whoa. Um, 
That man won three Super Bowls, my Dallas Cowboys. How dare he was on you? a team that won three Super Bowls. He was a pillar on that team. That that foundation. You can't have the triplets without Michael Irvin. Just saying. Uh, Who are you gonna have? Alvin Harper? He's gonna be a triplet. Michael Irvin was on. You know. Here's the thing. Anyways, let's get back to wrestling. No, 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 fuck you. Fuck you. You're about to listen to me. Michael (laughs) Irvin, here's the thing about Michael Irvin. Had he not got hurt in 99 and had he not been on the Dallas Cowboys where they had Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman, he could have went to any other team and been a goddamn star by himself. Michael Irvin was that good. So, fuck off. I didn't say he wasn't good. I I just said he's an idiot. Picking the fucking Buccaneers over the Packers. What a dumbass. Um. Anyways, books too. I'm going with my MJF. Head. I can't stand MJF. Fuck MJF. He's annoying. Like his whole, his whole like fake ass fanboy moment was annoying. Like just shut the fuck up, dude. Like I can't stand hearing him on the mic. His his him on the mic is just cringeworthy. I know people love it and people are like, oh, that's his character. He's doing his job. No, he's fucking cringeworthy because his voice is annoying. Like the, just the sound of it. His the way he talks is stupid. Um, I don't like this. I, I'm, it, it's him though. It's fitting. Like that. That that just makes sense for him to be in that role because that's the kind of character he is. Um, I don't mind Jericho being in that role, um, but I don't like this feud together. I don't. I don't like their back and forth, especially because I feel like it's going to lead to Jericho taking the L and putting him over even further, and that annoys me. I honestly thought that the inner circle was going to turn on Jericho. And MJF oh, we're, the new oh, fucking a! That's we what I thought was gonna happen. That's going to happen. Yeah, because I saw how proud and powerful acted towards him. I saw how he treats Sammy with that big ass jacket on. <laughs> I thought at, at one point, I thought this week was gonna be the week to do it too on the one year anniversary where wow. the inner circle turned on. Jericho. They're gonna wait till it's the highest moment and do it there. That makes sense. And Jericho's gonna go on on hiatus. He's got to go, go spray more COVID during his concerts. Son of a bitch. Um, now I'm pissed. We didn't talk about this last week, but we'll tie it in. Cody and Darby, not Darby Island, Cody and Orange Cassidy, 20-minute time limit draw for the TNT Championship. We didn't talk about this last week. Cody won the TNT title in a dog collar match against your boy, the leader of the Dark Order. I'm Brody giving him Lee. all these nicknames because I can't remember his name. Brody, Brody Lee. Lee. Brody <laughs> Lee. <laughs> so, you didn't listen to the last episode of Doing the Favor. I did. I tweeted out, I'm sick and tired. And, and I tweeted this as a Cody fan. You know me. Like, I love Cody. As a Cody fan, I tweeted You wouldn't out, know that from, like, your last month's worth of tweets. I'm sick and tired of Cody fake crying. And bleeding all the goddamn time. So your boy, your fellow Green Bayan, Barry Frost says that, you know, I'm complaining and whining and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? I am fucking tired of it. I'm tired of every interview he cuts. He fucking... uh, (laughs) I've been in this my entire life. But yeah, we get it, Cody. We know. You don't have to cry every fucking promo. Like, that's, that's worse than Mick Foley saying, hey, we're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, with his thumbs up. Like, we get it. You love wrestling, and so do we. It's not passionate if you're fucking fake crying all the time. I'm sorry. And the blood? My God. Gag me with a fucking spoon. 
Is that why like, he went back to blonde? Because that black hair was gone. Just so he could fucking bleed everywhere. Because the black, the blood didn't look good when he was against <laughs> right? Brody Lee. He's like, you know what? They couldn't the tell trash. if it was hair dye or blood coming out of his face. So they're like, let's go blonde again. Just go back blonde. I need my older brother. Like, okay, you got me with that one. But when you cry every week, like, this shit loses luster. Like, goddamn. Like, you don't have to right, cry during the promo on. to make the promo good. You fucking good. got Brandy right there, bro. What the fuck are you crying about? Fucking man up. Quit crying like a little bitch. And Just then if we're, if we're being honest, the motherfucker gave up the TNT title to go film a goddamn TV show with Snoop Dogg and then comes <laughs> back and takes it right back. If we're being honest. That, that's exactly what happened. Absolutely. Love the match with him and Orange Cassidy. I do too. I and think, I think they did what they did to... Uh, one, they didn't want to take the title off him yet, but two, they didn't want to, they wanted to, they didn't want to affect Cassidy's uh, rise, but I think Cassidy ended up taking that title. You got Darby Allen sitting in the crowd looking like Sting back in the day, which Cody compared Darby Allen to a young Sting, so that doesn't surprise me. I love the touch of them putting Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd during the doll collar match as he was a part of one of the most important ones. I, I love the fact that AEW does that. I, re- I I love that they pay attention to history. And even if you don't know, they still do it and basically say, you can figure it out for yourself. If you have no clue why Greg Valentine's sitting in here, a simple Google <laughs> will tell you that Greg Valentine's a dog collar man. Well, you don't need to because you got JR spouting everything off anyways. JR's horny as shit. Did you see what he posted? I mean, some little blonde honest. chick cleaning his kitchen this weekend. I mean, they are hard as Chinese arithmetic, right? I'm, now. I'm just I'm saying, like, I'm not. This isn't to be negative, but like, his wife passed away. That's why he right. came back to wrestling. So right. it, it's she's been gone for like three years. The okay. motherfucker, the motherfucker's Searching got him his barbecue sauce. Him his motherfucker. <laughs> hold on, man. Hold on. He's like, you know what? What is he like? Eighty something years old. Yeah, he's 112 years old. Like, I got money. Anna J. I got barbecue sauce. You wouldn't? Not at 112. You, really? If you Her mom, really? baby. Her mom. Really? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If you could get, if you were 100 years old and you could pull down Anna J, you tell me you wouldn't? But he wouldn't? can't. That's but, the thing. Hold on. If you would, you, you tell me that if you, if it, the opportunity, like if the situation arose and that was your life, that you would be, you wouldn't be trying. You'd be How settling you, for Martin? fucking Medusa instead of fucking you? Anna J. How old are you? I'm 33. All right, you're 33. You know the Instagram girl, Summer Ray? Yes. She's like, what, 25? I don't know. I don't follow her. But you, you've seen her? Yes. You see her mom, right? Yes. All right. If you were JR's age, would you go for Summer Ray or would you go for her mom? <laughs> What's that? Older oh, the berries, sweet little juice. Man, it's, it's the black of the berries, sweet Yeah, well, yeah, she's blacking in a motherfucker, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, JR needs to fucking take his age, divide by two, and then add seven. That's his age demo. Like, Anna J is not in his demo. I don't know what Well, then I guess it's a good thing we're the MILF demos that we got right here, and uh, we can do what we do. <laughs> My God, JR. What the fuck are we even talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Anna J, Santana Garrett. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's all over the place. Santana Garrett loves us, by the way. Oh, I know she does. We love Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. Note, Santana Garrett be owning the game right now. On that note, we're going to take our final break, 
and we come back we'll wrap the show up we'll talk some new japan and we'll get the hell up out of here on boot to the face episode 109 stay tuned welcome back boot to the face episode 109 chris rucker along with marty vasquez marty only one thing to talk about on smackdown roman reigns beating the shit out of braun Strowman. whooped his ass made him tap out and then Jay Uso comes out, takes the chair. I'm tell I don't know who's writing for this storyline, Marty, but they're winning. Whoever's writing for this storyline is Jay Uso took the chair and said, You love me? I love you too, Us. And then hit his ass with it. I I love it. I I love the whole thing. Not because I'm a Usos and Roman guy either, but just, just no, all the you little were, shit. If you, is weren't, right. if you didn't care for either one of them and came into this program, you're enjoying the shit right now. Like, if you're legit hating this program, you're just a fucking hater to dumbass. Like, seriously, what? there is absolutely nothing to hate about this program. It's real. It's raw. It's fantastic. Like, the story behind it the real world. and the story being told, um, it's intriguing. It absolutely is. Like, we get, we get the story all the time. But not not often is it like legitimate family and like it's you know TV family. You know what I mean? Like this is legit family. Um, where this story is going to end up going? Like if if it's not going to the Rock coming into this, then I don't know what we're doing here. But this feud is fantastic. I I just love everything about it. Well, all right. So you saying that I want to caution you and everybody else listening. Don't expect The Rock. Just enjoy the ride. Wherever it goes, let it take you there. Don't expect The Rock to be at the end of the rainbow, and then when you get there, it's not The Rock. It's Big E or it's Drew McIntyre. Just let it happen. Just enjoy it while it's going. Forget The Rock. The Rock hasn't even, like, there's no guarantee that The Rock's going to be there. Fuck The Rock. He's working out at 3.30 in the morning. He ain't got time for Roman Reigns. He's clanging and banging side-by-side Roman right now. Exactly. So if like, The hey, Rock bro, doesn't show he, up, you won't be disappointed. Forget The Rock. Take The Rock out of your mind and enjoy this fucking storyline that's going on right now. Anyways. Um, we talked last week about me not thinking Becky Lynch was coming back. They listening, son. They listening. Now, rumor has it that Vince wants Becky back in January or February after a child's born for a program Literally, Ronda Rousey. He wants her back 30 days after baby's born. Which ain't going to happen. No, there ain't no fucking way that's happening. Um, what do you think? You, are, you, are you here for a postpartum <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey? Rumor uh, has it Ronda well, re-signed, by the way. She extended and her contract. Be- Becky, Becky was there this week also. Um, of course, that might have just been because of, of Seth and because of, hey, I'm still around. Like, how you guys doing? Uh, but she was still there. doesn't mean she didn't have a meeting with Vince while she was there. You know what I mean? Uh, to see, like, hey, what are your plans? They, they could have easily been having a, hey, as of right now, what are your plans after baby's born? Like, it's we're, we're a month and a half away. retirement papers. We're a month and a half away. So there, there's that's a good time to talk about it. Hey, like, are you planning to coming back? Do you think you're going to wait till then to decide, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, because as an employer, that's what you do. Um, I do want Becky back. I think she will be coming back. Um, 
I don't think it's going to be as soon as January. I think the end of February might be a push, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, the fact he wants her versus Ronda, uh, I don't. I just don't see her being back and being believable to be back and fit that quickly to take on Ronda. Um, the one thing I don't want to happen, and I was afraid of this, and I thought about this, like if it comes back that soon, if they have the storyline, because their their storyline was really real. Like there was, they were bringing real life into this. I really don't, don't think they won again. Don't think Becky <sighs> won't be tweeting out to her. So Rhonda, I hear you can't even have a baby yet. Thank you. That's exactly Guess what, what I got. At. Like I don't want that to happen at all. Like that's just that's to me. To be honest, that to me is a low blow that should not be brought in. Don't think she won't. And I know, but want... dude, that, that's mm, that's a, that, to forget, me that's something you don't touch. The end of the last run before she left, Becky was going a little heelish. She's been real arrogant, real cocky about everything. Like, if she does the whole, you know, I can have a baby and come back and whoop your ass, I get that. But if she pulls the I had a baby and you're still trying kind of shit, that, that oh, I can't do that, man. That's the, that's the kind of shit that's, that's a little too real. Well, I mean, maybe Travis's soldiers aren't marching and Seth's are. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, man. That's just something that you don't do. So let me ask you flat out right now. It's uh, October 18th, my daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Layla. Coolest main kid event, I've ever met. Main event for WrestleMania. Rock and Roman? Becky and Ronda. Rock and Roman. It's not even a question. Wow. I think it's closer than what you're saying. I agree with you, but I do think it's closer. I think Becky and Ronda, if they could strike, a, if, and if there's going to be fans there also leading up to it, I think Becky and Ronda could strike up enough interest to be in the conversation. But I think oh, Roman I agree with versus that too. Rock. I think Roman versus Rock ends up being the winner. Roman the versus time, Rock just reaches a, a stratospheric level that Becky and Ronda couldn't touch. But at the same time, imagine where it would put your women's division if Roman and Rock gone before them was the semi main event and then Becky because and you know, you since know, Ronda's Rock come back, girl. Since Rock has come back, every time he comes back to WrestleMania, his matches aren't the best as they used to be. He and had people a claim match. they don't like. And and a match with Roman, where it's just basically them beating the shit out of each other, uh, wrestling wise, I think Becky and Ronda would have a better match. Yeah, but I think storytelling wise and the shit leading up to it. Yeah, I think you just got to go Rock and Roman on that one. True that. Uh, before we get out of here, Marty, let's let's talk about New Japan. Uh, you just broke the news to me earlier that the finals already happened, which neither one of us have seen. But what about leading up to the final? Like, who's in the final? Who got eliminated? I picked Will Ospreay. Clearly, he's not in the final. He did reunite with B. Priestley. Stardom and New Japan, apparently, are working together now. Um, what do we got on New Japan front? Um, Osprey had a damn good talent, man. Like he had, he ended up being second place uh, in the block A mark, and um, just two point one win. Open weight champion or something like that. Now, uh, I thought he was. Isn't isn't he the British open weight champion? Okay, that's what it was. I'm sorry, it's the British champion. Uh, yeah, he's a British heavyweight champion. Oh, that's Revolution. No, yeah, he's a British. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, but the. New Japan, the for the A Cup, we had 
the first place winner point wise uh, end up going going to the final is going to be uh, Kota Ibushi. So second second year in a row going to the final, and then the B block. The B block was really close. Um, there was a three person tie for points on that one. Um, Naito, Evil, and Sonata, and they all tied. And one of those guys beat both of the others. So they got the tiebreaker. Um, so Kota Ibushi fighting for the G1 Climax title or win um, versus Sonata. Wow. Did not see that coming. He was not even on the radar. No, he wasn't. When we talked about who we thought would win, he he, he wasn't even like the top four of who we thought would win. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that I figured. Yeah, I mean, I on that block, I figured actually it was going to be probably. I didn't think Kenta was going to be that far up. Uh, he came back. Uh, I thought like because I knew that Kent, that Evil and Sonata were going to be fighting each other like in the last couple nights, and I figured that would probably be the the, the closing mark and who goes. I'm um, actually end up being that route. If Sonata, if Evil would have beat Sonata, then he would have been in the final um, that last night, but. So we got we're gonna get Obushi and um, Okada in the main event for the ta- uh, for the G1 to go on to New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which was announced this weekend that it's again going to be a two night event. So who knows? Uh, but yeah, and then the card um, it's a pretty big card. Uh, there's a uh, Suzuki Gun is going to go up against Chaos, Lij. Uh, versus Suzuki Gun, so basically there's an eight man tag and then a tag team, and then another eight man um, Taguchi Japan. Uh, this looks like a new tag team, just all kind of thrown together uh, with Jeff Cobb, Ruben, uh, Robinson, Tanahashi, and Master Weto um, versus Bullet Club, Jay White, Kenta, Gato, and Ishimori. Wow, they're still putting together. That's pretty cool. And then Osprey and Great Okan versus Chaos, which is Show and Okada. Bullet Club, Takahashi and Evil versus Ally J, Bushi, and Naito. So that looks like it'd be a fun match to watch. Um, and then Kota versus Sonata. So for the G1 time tournament finale. Uh, so that looks like a de- damn good card to watch. Got all the heavy hitters. Um, can't wait till we start seeing some others on that card. You know what I mean? Like, we, I feel like we haven't seen Gorillas of Destiny. Um, and the firing squad in a while. Um, can't wait to see more evil uh, bullet club, but I think we're getting a couple more shows, good, good events. And then we get G we're, we're literally three months away from new Japan world wrestle kingdom. So we'll see what happens. All right, Marty, let's give some shout outs and get the hell up out of here. We are running very long today. Go ahead and get them done. We'll give shout outs to doing a favor, talk of mania, chaos theory, Irish whip, Fully Posable, who we've been le- I've been leaving out by accident. I was listening to them this week and realized we haven't shouted them out in a while. Not that they need us, but they sh- they literally shout us out every episode. So we really appreciate it. They even call you White Marty, Marty. So you know they're listening. Um, so shout out to Fully Posable. Appreciate them for that. Shout out to Heidi Katrina, pro wrestler the British Amazon. Uh, shout out to the female demo, the MILFs. We appreciate them listening. Our boy EJ Reed purchased a shirt this week. Uh, Sheena bought a shirt. She was trying to get it for her birthday today. Happy birthday to her. Um, shout out to Robert Custis. Coaching me through my rib smoking again the other day and 
That son of a bitch had about 800 pounds worth of meat he was about to smoke on Saturday morning, Marty. We got to make it out to Richmond, Virginia. Like a damn good plan to me. <laughs> we got to get to Richmond and talk to Robert. Uh, hey, Jay-Z Robert, Flair. you get that shit hooked up for Wrestle Kingdom, bro. We'll come out there for that shit. <laughs> Jay-Z Flair Show, The Meat Boys, uh, FPC Wrestling, Crossbody of Work. Tune in this week, Friday. Marty will be a contestant on Trivomania along with a couple of uh, the, the reigning champion. I believe J-Bomb's going to be on there. Maybe Dez cashes in. I will be the host. We'll be talking 90s wrestling, 2000s wrestling, and current wrestling. That'll be the three categories, breaking news here on Blue to the Face. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know who I'm forgetting, but if I forget you, I apologize. Marty? Um, yeah, I think you shouted out everybody. Um Got to throw out to Petopolis out there. Um, can, can never forget him. Uh, not only does he always support everybody and listen to everybody, but he also shares and retweets everything. The best promoter in the game. Um, but also it's baseball time. Best, it's playoff time. It's World Series time. You got to love a man who loves baseball and wrestling. Um, and Pete Opp has been on top of both of them. So it's been fantastic talking to him back and forth and seeing his tweets that he throws out in his comments and uh, following what Pete has to say about wrestling, podcasting, and baseball. And that's a wrap for episode 109 of Boot to the Face. I'm Chris Rucker for Marty Vasquez. Peace! Go Pack Go!